Hey there everybody, this is Andre the Game Idea Guys, and we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite two game companies in the gaming industry, and that is Microsoft and Sony, and uh, yeah, it ain't looking so great. It ain't looking so great. So, Microsoft had a an Xbox quote-unquote podcast, that it really wasn't a podcast, because podcast usually it's free-flowing and this wasn't free-flowing you can tell that the general majority of this was highly scripted so it, it's not a podcast no <laughs> no don't go there with me um and sony um no major blockbusters for 2024 because guess what it costs way too much money for development for their console yeah, same for Microsoft's consoles. Let's not be beat around the bush on that one. But um, Sony, you don't have to make major blockbuster titles. But hey, that's kind of the fan base you cultivated from the end of the PS3's life cycle going forward. So you did it to yourselves. Microsoft, your game consoles don't sell because your games aren't doing all that great. And you bought a bunch of teams and put them on a bunch of stuff that they probably wouldn't otherwise have been touching. So you kind of put yourselves in that position as well. Not kind of, you did actually put yourselves in that position as well. <laughs> it, okay, I don't appreciate you guys using... Sarah Bond as some sort of human shield for the BSery that you guys were going to be putting out. It just it it don't sit right with me because that's why you guys didn't do this as a simple press release because the information that you put in here could have been a little sheet of paper press release that could have been copied and pasted onto the internet and everyone could have seen it a while ago okay we're going to be putting four games on other platforms two of them are games as a service pretty much and then we have two others that aren't then we're going to use uh sarah bond to go ahead and say that we're focusing on making new hardware that is a bigger technological leap So we already have plenty of companies that died out in the gaming industry because development costs started to skyrocket from the seventh generation forward. You guys already have to pay, you and Sony, already have to pay third-party companies to put their games on your platforms because of the fact that development costs are so high. Well, one of the factors is to why is to why you guys have to pay them. Why in the world? And it's rumored Sony is doing this too, but we haven't had direct confirmation. Why in the world do you guys feel like the the best idea is to make more hardware that tips the scales? in that direction when you can barely release a game on the hardware you have now 
and still haven't fulfilled all of even all of the promises from seventh generation. You have not fulfilled all of the promises from seventh generation gaming. Yet you guys want to again push the envelope of technology instead of figuring out a way to make better games on the platform you currently have. And talking about more powerful hardware, so a form factor is not going to be something that's handheld if that's what you're pushing. Because it's either one going to be extremely expensive, which is going to be prohibitive to you releasing it. Or you're going to use something like smart glass as part of it to simulate augmented reality but not in a cheap way. Which means dev costs are going to be extremely high, which means that the game cost is going to go up yet again, which means that companies are going to be barely breaking even if they sell 10 million units on a game, and anything less than that is going to be a death sentence for the majority of companies out there, unless they're indie. You guys are forging a path that will burn you to death. Which is not sustainable. Yeah, you go ahead and put your stuff everywhere. Oh, we're, we're going to put our games on every platform everywhere. This, this is why Nadella doesn't like exclusives. Because since 360, Microsoft hasn't been able to sell an exclusive that does numbers in a worthwhile way that makes them money. That's why he doesn't like exclusives. That's why he talks about the bullshit like that. It's because they don't make money off of their exclusives. But guess what? You don't make money off of your exclusives because the first thing that y'all started doing right along with Sony was pushing for third-party games to be paid for, bought and paid for, and put on your console instead of putting that time, money, resources, and development in your own shit. What was the purpose of buying all those daggone teams if the first thing that you couldn't do was release a decent game within two years of having all of those extra studios? What was the point of it? Oh, well, we're just gathering our resources, putting things together, but you got people leaving teams. Heads of the, heads of departments of, of games that you have are leaving those teams. They're leaving your work environment for a reason. What the hell are y'all doing that's so fucked up? That's my question. What are y'all doing that's so fucked up that y'all got people that leave dream projects? Potentially dream projects and run the hell off because we still have no idea what the fuck is going on with Perfect Dark. And this, this crap is just ticking me off more hearing it. More and more I'm hearing this crap and I'm like, you guys are fucking up everywhere. Everywhere. Do you not know how to put your shoes on the right feet, motherfuckers? You definitely veered up when you should have went left and walked your face into a goddamn brick wall. And, and, and looking at how how they, they were doing that whole quote-unquote podcast, because it's not an actual podcast, they were all fucking uncomfortable talking. This was like, okay, we're forced to do this. This is something that we want to do. This is what we're forced to do. Because if we don't do this, we're all gone. 
they got told they had to do this. Again, that's why I don't appreciate them using Sarah Bond as, a, as some sort of a human shield to potentially try to block any criticism. Because that's all that move was. It was to try to block criticism. And it's disingenuous as all hell. At this point, I would have preferred they just go ahead and throw out a press release and say, hey, this is what we're doing going forward. Instead of making it seem like there was this uber great, great thing that they had to say, which they didn't have anything great to say. It is just one of those things where it's like, no, you you didn't have anything of any of any real measure of greatness to say. Other than, hey, going forward, you don't have to buy our box. Because we're not going to have anything that's exclusive to us. We're going to try to shop and sell all of our stuff everywhere. Because we have pigeonholed ourselves into a position where we can't sell our shit at home. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, maybe it'll be on Xbox first, but it doesn't really make much of a difference. To look at what happened was happening with Sony. It's going on PlayStation first, and people don't care. They'll wait for it to get launched on PC. And then you have teams that have... You have IP. You have a library of IP that you don't use, don't utilize, don't take the time to put energy and effort into... And wonder why you guys were pigeonholed into the position that you were. Because you didn't attempt to do anything different until it was too late. With gaming, you don't diversify when you start failing. You diversify when you have success. So guess what? When you guys had 360, that's when you should have put out a wider variety of stuff. But you got stuck on dark, gritty, muddy textures and everything being as realistic as possible. And then it moved on to the next generation. Y'all got, y'all had that gaffe with, uh, and I'm forgetting his name, but I remember his face because he was irritating as all hell. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, my man that moved on to Zynga. And we said his name last night on the on the podcast, re reacting to their podcast. And I, for some reason, draw a blank now because my brain doesn't want to, what doesn't want to add importance to him. <laughs> Don Matrick, there we go. <laughs> it, it, it's, you guys had Don Matrick basically sink your ship and then jump off of it. <laughs> so you were screwed. And Phil, he's been seeming to try to take things from a Wada's playbook and use it, but then he uses it, Xbox ends up using it the wrong way. And it ends up coming out worse than it would have been if they had just done it the way Iwata actually wanted Nintendo to do it, or the way Nintendo actually did do it. It's just highly disappointing. As somebody who's been a fan of gaming all of their life, my very first game I ever played was Excitebike at two years old. Been into gaming my whole life. I'm irritated to see the state of things be like this.
and moving on to Sony. One good exclusive for all of 2023. One good new game all of 2023. Just one. And now we know that 2024, you plan on, you don't have any plans to really release anything because you are too focused on high budget games. You're too focused on making a spectacle out of everything instead of pulling back and just making some good, smaller games. That you guys can release. Because all you guys are worried about. Is having the biggest most major game release possible. Because you feel like you can coast on third party. That's going to be something to bite you in the butt. Later on. Much much later on. That's going to be something to bite you in the butt. Especially. As more third parties. Are starting to put their content on Nintendo. And they're going to be starting to do it day and date, especially if they can maintain this momentum. That's going to be bad for you in the long run. And you're going to start putting games on PS5 and PC day and date. I guarantee that's going to happen. It's going to happen. And eventually you'll be starting to put stuff on Nintendo's platform. And you'll be putting more stuff on Microsoft's platform. You'll eventually end up in the exact same position that Microsoft is in because you're spending too much on development costs and you'll need to put it on every platform that you can to recoup even a little bit I can guarantee that's the way things are going to go unless there is a complete shift right now and I said it before Sony could make that shift now and survive through it because there's definitely going to be some backlash. There's definitely going to be some fight back for it. But they have enough mind share that they would be able to do it. That, that's it. They, be, they have enough mind share that they'd be able to do it. Having over 50 million units for your consoles out there doesn't make much of a difference if your games are not selling well. And if you don't have enough of a library... To entice people to pick up your particular box. If, if you don't have enough of an exclusive library to your console. To convince people to pick up your particular special box. People aren't going to do it. This is why PS4 is still getting games. And you're not giving people enough of a reason to make the changeover. And hey, yeah, halfway through the life cycle of the PS5, I mean, hey, that's not a surprise. Halfway through the life cycle of it, but the PS4 is still a part of said life cycle. So you're cannibalizing yourselves one way or the other. Which is, we said it back in 2020. PS5 and Xbox Series X were not ready to be launched. They were not ready to be launched at all. There weren't 
any games ready for them that were specifically for them. And we're still seeing a slow rollout from the first party companies. And they're still putting their games on other platforms. They don't have a sustainable system for themselves. They don't have a sustainable way to make money with the content that they make. Because it's either one, too expensive for them to develop. And two, it doesn't sell well. Or at least not well enough. I should say, like anything selling over 10 million should be great. But if you have to sell even that much just to break even, you haven't done a good job of managing your money and resources, which I forget his name, but he came out and said it about Sony Interactive Entertainment. They haven't done a good job of managing resources. They have been overspending. Hopefully that man is uh, able to steer them correctly. And I'm forgetting his name. I want to remember his name. But I'm forgetting his name right now. <laughs> uh, it's irritating to see the state of gaming. It is highly irritating to see the state of gaming. And as I get older and I see more things change and more things fall apart, more things fall to crap. It, it's it's like this thing I've enjoyed all of my life is starting to come down around me and I want to see it thrive. And yeah, there's more money getting into the games industry. There's more money going into it. But there are less and less companies in it. There are less and less... There are less and less options in it. And the screwy thing is the one thing that I've been saying, the one thing that I've been saying that I think would be a whole changeover uh, in a great way to boost the game industry is that instead of having these fanboy console wars where we have people arguing with each other online about which platform is the best, turn it into a team esport for each platform where you have the same game on multiple platforms and you become a representative for that platform in a console war something that they could make a big event out of you could have teams for sony microsoft nintendo pc and have them be representatives for the whole thing. But I've explained this concept multiple times over. I'm not going to do it again here. It's just disheartening and irritating. And, and a number of other words that I have in my mind. And all I want, all I want is to see my favorite pastime be successful and have multiple people be able to eat off of that success. That's all I want, personally, what Andre wants. That's all I want.
but it looks like the further we move down this path, the more and more we move down this path, the less and less that is a possibility. Because, hey, shareholders want their money. They don't give a damn about long-term sustainability if they can get a big bonus check at the end of the year. They really don't care. It sucks ass. But I'm done. Thank you guys very much for listening. Keep your eyes and ears up for more stuff from me. And until the next time, enjoy your games. And peace out, everybody. This is Andre the Game Idea Guy, and I'd like to thank you once again for tuning in. Um, if you would be interested in supporting my efforts in content creation, please head on over to Amazon and look up The Game Idea Guy Presents Gaming Word Search, and you will find both Volume 1 and Volume 2 up for sale. Thank you very much once again, and I hope to be able to create more content for you in the future. Peace out.